weeks ago i bought an eyeball hi my name is daily my pronouns are she her <laughs> i like to eat 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 eagles and beninis my name is rachel my pronouns are she her <laughs> not a quiche not a frittata but a secret third thing my name is Liz. my pronouns are they them Okay, do you I prefer quiches or frittatas? I love quiche. It's I also favorite. love quiche, but I've also eaten um, quiche a lot more, so. I'm a frittata girly. Mm, you don't like a crust? Well, I, here's the thing. Growing up, my dad made approximately 700 quiches by the time <laughs> I turned 10. So I spent a lot of time eating quiche and when I discovered a frittata I was like you could make a cake instead of egg pie (laughs) amazing (laughs) the first time I had quiche was at your house oh that that makes sense (laughs) because my dad made a lot of quiche that's so funny (laughs) it's not that I don't like quiche now it's just that like I've eaten so much of it I'm quiched out. That's fair. I like very specifics. I like it to have cheese. Mm -hmm. Always. I like broccoli and sausage Mm -hmm. in it. Oh, nice. That's good. It has to be hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cold quiche. Cold quiche. No, thank you. (laughs) My mom really jam-packs it full. Like, the egg-to-other-thing ratio is... uh, pretty uneven. There's mm. just so much stuff and I really like it that way. Lots that's, of that's other things. Like, that's how I like other things too, like chili. I just like cram full of different things. Well, yeah, you... can't be too soupy. Yes, you live right. in the Midwest where chili is different than... It's just beans. What I know is chili. In the Midwest, <laughs> chili is like bean soup. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I, I can't. I like my chili to be many beans more beans than water please many beans and i like to uh put like corn and green beans in it which like some people oh, think yes. is really weird but it's so good you just no, put all the things really in there good. yes do you do the peanut butter sandwich in it have you ever if not <laughs> what yes for soupy chili <laughs> <Nice>. what <laughs> you never it's a thing. peanut butter 
sandwich. That's like a Midwest lunch. Yeah, thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, and we would eat cinnamon it. Cinnamon roll. Literally at lunch at school. They would. I feel like we, you're lying to me. I no, feel like we've no, had this conversation father. before. <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation before, and that I reacted the same way. <laughs> it, we probably did it a long time ago. It yeah. has. It has to be that thin, like really soupy chili and. For me, maybe this is probably just because that's how the school made it, but that's like how it goes in my brain. The peanut butter and jelly on the sandwich have to be very skim. Like usually, and I jelly. like a really. There's jelly too. Well, I don't know it, about the jelly. It depends on who makes it. I think I think at school it was usually just peanut butter, but I've also been to someone's house where it was peanut butter and jelly. And it, if it's, it's if it's really skim, like usually I really like a meaty peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, less bread than all the fillings. But I can't believe that last time you told me that you put cheese on bananas, <laughs> which I think was cut out of the episode, and now you're telling me that you put... And for cheese on bananas, I was like, oh, that sounds actually good. And now peanut butter and jelly in soup chili is too far. <laughs> mm. Well, <laughs> I can't laugh normal right now because I'm sick. So oh, no. it's coming out really funny. But, um, yeah, first of all, bananas and cheese, very important. But I feel like less people would approve of that. Meanwhile, all of the schools yeah. uh, in my area would serve that for lunch. So Bananas and cheese? It's a, it's a, no! <laughs> the chili and peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> I'm I wish so they served sorry. bananas and cheese. I'm so sorry. All right, oh God, you're listening so to Just the Fake Ones, a podcast where we talk about fictional murder and sometimes crime. Uh, we are having some weird technical difficulties where there was a delay in our, what do you want to call it? The website we use to talk to each other. There was a <laughs> A huge delay so now we have to use something else and we're hoping that it's working i feel weird not being able to see you guys audio at the same time <laughs> as mine the audacity keeps not showing me that it's alive too so that's fun oh, I hate that. oh, it's no. just a bad bad day for audio oh what so is hopefully going this on? works, and hopefully yeah. we don't have to re-record this episode. Hi, my cousins. How are you? All right. Sweaty. Staying alive. Sweaty. You're sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Why? It's hot. <laughs> it's like 80 in my house. We took the AC out last week thinking that fall is here and we can just oh. have the windows open huh. and then this week was like 80 which isn't like that hot in um like the context of the rest of the summer but after a week of like 60 yes it's oh, like yeah. sweltering so i'm staying alive i hear you <laughs> i have no updates my life is suddenly a closed book <laughs> But not to us. We not know to you. <laughs> oh, like, just behind a paywall that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Give me $10 and I'll tell you. 
I don't know. I've just been sick, growing sick this week. Uh, last Aww. weekend, I barely started coughing, and just every day I've been coughing worse. And we've been bleaching everything at school like crazy. And when the kids just spit in your face, it doesn't mm. really. Uh, uh, uh. They're all sick right now. Like they're just. It's disgusting. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I know, and it wasn't even cool weather yet until yesterday. <laughs> it was just very germy, and I've been very coffee. I have a lot of cough. Coffee. I wish I had coffee. I have cough drops instead. But, um, I'll tell you about my craft this week, because everyone wants to hear about that. Crash? So, my, no, my crafts. craft. <laughs> Sorry, oh. look, let me get my Crafts. <laughs> I can't say crafts, apparently. Get my crafts. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, my oh, gosh. Sorry. Please. Oh, my goodness. So, Wednesday, I went out to the forest. I don't really have forests around me. It's a um, disc golf park in the woods. <laughs> I pretend um, and I stole a bunch of leaves on the ground and I felt like a criminal <laughs> and I brought I did I was like this feels illegal um, <laughs> I brought them to school and we made a wreath leaves but basically um, the kids just got to check out all the leaves and they were really into it and um, they didn't put them in their mouths, which is awesome. I did Amazing. sanitize them beforehand in case there was like bird poop on them or anything. Yeah. Because I expected them to put them in their mouths and they didn't. It was incredible. Aww. And they were just super into it. And then uh, yesterday, that. yeah, it was very cool. Yesterday I made oobleck, which you both know what that is. I loved doing that. Yes. I um, always loved doing slime. that. It's cornstarch and water, and it is, like, both a solid or a liquid. Oh. It's hard uh, when it's, you touch it, and soft if it's not being touched. Yeah, like, you can, like, pick it up in, like, a chunk, and then it just melts out of your hand. It's a non-Newtonian yeah. fluid. Oh, love it, love um, it, love we it. We didn't give free access to the kids just because I was going on lunch, technically, but I stuck around for a little while. And I didn't want the other teachers to have to suffer cleaning it up. But we, I cut out some, It like, can be messy, yeah. It, yes, it's very messy. But it dries, because it's just cornstarch and water. It, it dries basically yeah. like a powder on you, which is cool. Um, we cut out some uh, pumpkins ahead of time. And basically, they uh, would dip their hands in and drip it <laughs> over their pumpkins. And they thought it was so cool. And it was just a it. good time. It was very fun. So that was probably the best part of my week, just because uh, otherwise I've been coughing my lungs up. So, jeez. I like when my activities are uh, when they they're really into doing science things. So. I like that. Yeah. Good times. That's all I got. So we are talking about episode three of the show Pushing Daisies, which is a show about a man named Ned who can bring people back from the dead. <laughs> it's about a bunch of other things too, but whew. how did we feel about this episode? It was less... This show's very silly. 
but there was less murder in this episode. Lots of murder talk, but less mm-hmm. and accusations of murder. You, there, there was a lot of dead bodies in this episode, but mm-hmm. not a lot of murder happening, except for no, because all of the murders were accidental. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It was a little more of a serious episode too. Yeah. Not for this for the show anyway. Yeah. More of a plot episode than a murder of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Which is fine. It, it, it's allowed mm-hmm. to do that. Oh no! Still had a great time. <laughs> it started with us learning about how Ned learns about the 60 second limit on his back to life powers. Mm-hmm. He like tests it out on fireflies. He finds a bunch of dead ones underneath a like, what is that? A bug zapper. Yep. And then he touches all of them and puts them next to a bunch of ones that were already alive, I guess, that he captured. Mm-hmm. And then he times it to see how long the dead ones stay alive. Yeah. That was cool to see that his little kid braid could figure it out, but also <laughs> so much stress for him. <laughs> there were so many right. fireflies in that room. How oh many times gosh. did he try it? A lot. Yeah, he's been experimenting for a while. <laughs> and then we get to see him bring fruit back to life and he is wearing a glove on Mm -hmm. one hand and I think I asked before like when he brings back fruit what is the equal thing that has to die in its place and they show us flowers dying find out but mm -hmm, it makes me wonder uh, a couple things is he always buying flowers for this specific purpose uh Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Is he just buying like discounted rotted fruit because oh. it's cheap? Or is it just like I can bring why? this back if I need to? Okay. Because he probably likes the flowers. And in that case, is how much money difference? Like, what's the profit difference with? Uh, oh, a lot. You know, having to buy having to buy flowers all the time. Oh yeah. Are the flowers there for that specific purpose? If they weren't, what I would think they die in be. the place? Mm. Might be like a double purpose. Like, these are pretty, but if my fruit goes bad, I can yeah. just touch it. They have full planters in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was like a full, like, garden planter. Huh. Full of silly little yellow flowers. And then it wasn't... Does Olive wonder why the flowers are always dead? Olive's got other things on her mind. (laughs) So true. But also, it wasn't too much of a spoiler of the saran wrap kiss, Mm because it happens at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) I like how they figured that out last episode, and they're just put it to work in this episode. (laughs) Immediately. Like on accident at the last moment of their death. And then they're like, oh, we're not dead. Well, time to use this whenever we can. <laughs> so stupid. They're just. 
Sweat. Weren't up childhood. <laughs> what were they? Sweethearts. Sweethearts, yeah. I was going to say lovebirds. What am I? 50. I have issues. I don't like things like that. I'm just, like genuinely turning into my mother. It's so bad. You don't like when characters kiss? I I don't, but not because it's the kissing that's gross. It's because it's just like, please stop being romantic with each other. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I hate it. It depends. I don't, I don't like romance. <laughs> this is so like cheesy and cute that doesn't really bother me. But when I it's think like... that's what bothers me is that it's cheesy. Aww. I don't. I don't want cheese on my romance. If it's not that I, even... I like it on my pizza, <laughs> or my apples, or my bananas, <laughs> or my bananas. I love oh, man. <laughs> Missed my opportunity. It's okay. I got you. Thank you. Okay. I didn't get very good notes for this episode, so it's somebody else's next note. Um, I have the whole little, <clears throat> there's like a, not really a poem, but the whole intro of the episode after the flashback to Ned as a kid is a rhyme. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's hear oh, okay. it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, Bowie, do you want to read Whoa. it? Okay. The expression pie in the sky okay. entered popular culture in 1911. It refers to a de- dessert so sweet it can only be found in heaven. If you're craving something before you die, I recommend where the pie maker makes his pies. But if you're like Chuck, you can enjoy the pie even after you die. Her 60 seconds came and went. She stayed alive and instead, someone else had to die. He kept Chuck blissfully unaware of this fact. She was alive again. That was that. So what we're actually talking about in this episode is that very first episode when Ned brings Chuck back to life and the funeral director died in her place uh his brother is trying to find the murderer of him there's a better way to say that sentence (laughs) but we know that he wasn't murdered and he was The funeral director died because Ned didn't kill Chuck again, so he didn't really technically have a murderer, but his brother is pretty convinced he did because of all of the quote-unquote grave robbing he did. (coughs) He was getting Mm. death threats from the family members of the people he was robbing. Understandably. (laughs) Don't be stealing people's heirlooms that they're being buried with. Maybe. 
And they weren't even, we see good. at the end, they have, well, they tell us the whole time that they have them, like, buried somewhere, but what yeah. are you even gaining from them if you're just having them? He was putting some of them up for sale, like the... Oh, that's true, the sword. You can't, like, list all of them all at once, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Waiting for some of the other family members to die off. So. I had, I was in a, I don't know, my brain was not functioning. It's not firing at all. Cylinders, because <coughs> we get to that part at the the morgue, I love the the guy at the morgue and Emerson are like they're buds. They're bonding over lotion. Hand lotion. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Ned and Chuck come in, and the more guys just like, I thought you'd just stop by to say hi. Poor <laughs> <laughs> guy. Uh, but I was very distracted by how very beautiful Lee Pace is. <laughs> because the whole time Emerson is like, this would be a lot easier if Chuck was not here, especially for this one, but she follows Ned everywhere he goes and when Ned sees that the body he's supposed to bring back is the funeral director and it's a like a it cuts to commercial but I don't <coughs> commercials aren't happening so it just goes it cuts to the next scene anyway Lee Pace is really pretty <laughs> in that next scene the way he mm-hmm pushes himself out of that doorway, I was just like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> so stupid. I'm Gangly so sorry. <laughs> He's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, Ned, like, rushes out of the morgue because mm-hmm. he realizes that it's Lawrence Schatz who mm-hmm. died when Chuck uh was kept alive and he mm-hmm. just really doesn't want to tell Chuck that he knows exactly how Lawrence died but yeah. he dies and then Chuck is really upset because she feels like she stole the funeral director's life by living yeah which yes but no mm-hmm. right go back to the pile hole. Sorry, I'm choking on eggs. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay. Don't do that. Well, I... Yeah. So, understandably, Chuck is upset at Ned because he was keeping that information from her that... Because they didn't... They, they've yet to tell her that, like... It can only Why be a minute. Seconds? Yeah. yeah. She's questioned it before, but they just kind of, like, don't... They give a non-answer. Mm-hmm. 
So this is her finding out that, like, why it's only 60 seconds and, like, the consequences if it's not. And she's understandably upset. But also, consistently, she's upset about the fact that she can't see her aunts again. And I... I... My new joke is that I'm problem-solving Barbie. So, I've already come up with a solution. All she would have to do is say that she hadn't actually died. She was just in hiding. But they buried her, supposedly. Yeah, but then she got unburied. I don't know. I think it would be easy <laughs> to just be like, actually, I hadn't died. I know you thought I died, but they had to fake my death. And her aunts would be like, oh good, we love our cheese girl. I guess some of it comes from what the secret might be able to get out. Mm -hmm. True. Maybe that's some of the issue that comes with that. And like, she was probably seen by medical professionals who confirmed her dead. Just change your name. <laughs> Just make a disguise and reintroduce yourself to your aunts and you just be in their life in a different way. <laughs> Ooh. But you can never <laughs> use your normal <laughs> Long lost, long lost twins separated at birth. Hmm. I feel like it's that kind of show it would it work. It is, yeah. It would work with this show. I feel like the ants are just, even in the show, they're just so, like, tuned into so many things that they, it's be hard to no, that's get true. one by them. And it would also just not be, like... The same. Yeah. Because, well, you're not Chuck. You're her long-lost twin separated at birth. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they say the long-lost twin separated at birth is actually died, <laughs> and then Chuck was the one who was in hiding... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Chuck could say that she had gone on that cruise because her long-lost twin separated at birth had reconnected with her and they were going to meet up at the cruise. But the killer mistook Chuck's long-lost twin separated at birth and killed her accidentally. And then real Chuck had to, to go into hiding so that she didn't get murdered too. I've solved it. <laughs> you saw it. Eureka. <laughs> I think we can end this up. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not before we talk about Dr. Chilton being in this episode. Did you guys know? Oh, that's who it is! That's who it is! He came in and I was like, I know that face. I know that man's Shoot. face. And I was going to look it up, but I was like, no. Who is that man? Oh my gosh. No, listen, I did look it up, but I stopped at the top ah. and said Law and Order. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's where I know him from Law and Order. No, I didn't even bother keep going on the IMDb list. And now I still have it pulled up on my phone. And now that I scrolled a little bit, there it is. Way to go, Liz. Good job. <laughs> immediately. I was like, oh, no, I, no. I recognized him, but I was like, what have I seen him in? 
Hannibal, yes. obviously. <laughs> Brian Fuller reusing cast members. And totally. Well, that's not the only Hannibal thing in this episode either. What? Uh huh, uh huh. Who? Mm hmm, mm hmm. Choke. Should we just get yeah. there? Naturally, or should we talk about oh. it? Oh, 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 oh. No, I know. We can wait. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what are we talking? What? <laughs> Who else was in this show that I didn't recognize? Anyway. <laughs> so, Olive is. I'm always upset about Ned and the fact that he does not love her, but. And I love Olive, but my advice would be to get a different job. <laughs> she loves pie. I, I know she loves her job and she loves pie, but like at the same time, the pie maker does not love you and you are just going to be pining over him. Ha. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. It came to me immediately and I was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> but your mouth did it anyway. My life is puns now, and I need it to stop. <laughs> anyway, it's it's hard when you like someone, but they don't like you. They like they like you as a person, but I get it, Olive. I get it, but at the same time, she's just like very happy that Chuck is not talking to Ned right now. <laughs> And Dr. Chilton comes in. It's not Dr. Chilton. His name is Alfredo Alderizio. Oh, yeah. He sells, like, holistic medicine. Quote, unquote. Yeah. It's FDA approved, I guess. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he talks to Olive a little bit. He asks for an espresso and she's like we don't do that we got coffee he's like you got an espresso machine right there she's like yeah no one touches it (laughs) (laughs) anyway they have a little chat and he totally has a crush on her but she oh that's like at the very beginning i'm so sorry rewind listeners um Olive sees Ned and Chuck's saran wrap kiss mm-hmm. and narrator tells us that it she feels like all of the air had been sucked out of the room <sighs> and well if I saw that I'd be like why are they kissing through saran wrap yeah. um, <laughs> what is wrong with these freaks yeah. <laughs> Olive goes and that's when that guy asks for an espresso and she says, you ever feel like all the air got sucked out of the room? And he's like, yes. Because he has a fear about the atmosphere disappearing and him getting sucked into space. (laughs) We get to see that. It's funny. But it's just in his mind and he... I'm just going to pretend that it's like CBD oil for his anxiety that he's selling. Could be, yeah. We'll go with it. That's what it would be now. All the little vials have like little illustrations of different flowers and stuff, so oh. could be a weed. Who weed? 
<laughs> anyway, I I hope that him and Olive get together. I know last time I was like Manuel, but now Olive might actually have a connection with this one. <laughs> Not to be like, please, anyone take this. <laughs> <laughs> please, no! I just want her to be happy! I just, yes, <laughs> I just want her to be happy. I just want her to be like, please, anyone take this woman. <laughs> so Chuck wants to go. Ned was very against bringing back that guy <laughs> to find out how he died, because they know how he died. And, uh,. Chuck instead is like, let's go wake him up and I want to thank him and you are going to apologize. And Emerson is also like, let's find out where he's hiding all of the stuff he stole. So they go there the day of his funeral at the funeral home and they wake him up. That's when, no, back up. Chuck sees the funeral director. <coughs> what are their names? Lewis is the brother. Lawrence is the dead one. Lewis and Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. So Chuck sees Lewis's sweater is her aunt's uh, synchronized swimming duo. The darling mermaid darlings. Yeah. But he tells her that they canceled their tour because they suddenly got very sad. A postcard came from Chuck and not like a recent one, but like one that she had sent while she was on vacation and it sent them back into depression. Those poor women. In my mind, I'm pretending they're not sisters and they're actually lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that makes Chuck feel really bad. I just, I want her to, I want her to tell her aunts that she's alive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that happens at some point, but they wake the guy up and he recognizes Chuck and he's like, are you my welcoming committee? <laughs> Poor guy. And... I- you go. Well, I think we were asking the question before if he could, if Ned could bring back someone who mm-hmm. was who died as the result of mm. bringing back someone else to life, and so that answers that question. He can. They just also have to either be dead again in a minute. Yeah. Yes. But could okay. Or it can cause another death. Probably. Could he go back and forth forever? Ugh. Guess so. Oh if it God. was him and two people and nobody else around, and oh. one of them was dead, he could just go back and forth. No, because dead remember, alive, dead alive, he dead tried alive. to bring his mom back. Oh, his to mom back. She died. Oh, okay. Well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing not touching them to make them dead again, they just die naturally of the consequences. Because he couldn't bring her back because she touched him again. If he touched the dead person, and then the other person died, and then he touched 
the other dead person and then the original person died again, could he go back and forth between the two of them? <laughs> oh, I feel like that could have been the second half of the Firefly scene. I wonder if he got that far. <laughs> yeah. It's, now we just have more questions. I thought we answered some questions in this episode. No, no, we just have more I have, questions. I have so many questions for Brian Fuller about a show that he's not working on anymore. <laughs> Maybe he's still thinking about it. Ryan Fuller, I have questions. (laughs) Well, we've already had some answered, so maybe Mm -hmm. we'll get more answered next episode. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just keep hoping for the next episode. (laughs) So, Larry, Mm -hmm. right? Is that who it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So... They bring him back, and uh, Chuck notices his pocket watch. It says, oh, my my dad had one just like that. It came to me. And it, it actually is Chuck's, and Larry stole it from Chuck's dead body. Because she wasn't going to do anything with it. Which is true. <laughs> it's true, but it's sentimental. Wait, if you think... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not defending it, but I'm not defending <laughs> No, I, I understand the logic of, like, you're burying the person with the valuable thing. The person who died is not going to use that thing. But it's and like a, a, think it's it's a sentimental buried. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also and just like, I don't know, a, a comfort thing to know that my loved one has this thing that they loved. Right. Like, I, not to bring up my dead brother, but Brent was buried in, like, his favorite t-shirt. I I like the mm-hmm. fact that he that mm-hmm. was something that he had, even though he was not there and present to enjoy his favorite t-shirt. It was just, it's for us. It's a sentimental thing but for a us. A t-shirt's different from a t-shirt a is different than a pocket watch. watch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like that would be too far. Should have buried him with his anime sword. Aww. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, she Chuck sees yeah. Yeah, she grabs it from him, and she slams the casket lid shut. (laughs) They can't get it open again to re-kill him. And the way Emerson runs out of the building, <laughs> just to make sure he is not the one who dies. Well, after last time, he yeah. realized how close he yeah. was to dying. And he's like, that could have been me. And so this time, he's like, no, this is not <laughs> happening. I'm not taking my chances again. He went running. So fast. But they managed to get the casket open and touch him again. Ugh. And Chuck asks if she can Sorry. just let her life go back. And Ned said, that's not how it works. Does that answer our question? No. Oh, because you can't choose who's going to die. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That doesn't answer our question, but it kind of. <laughs> yeah, because she's... Well, she... It, dead and just undead, so... It's potential... It's the potential <laughs> that if he died, she could also die. But you don't choose, because it could then go back, go and kill 
but her life might not count as an option. Uh, true. Because she's not alive alive. Mm-hmm. She's undead alive. So maybe, maybe through his tests, maybe he knows that she wouldn't be the one that the life would be taken from. He's had 20 years to figure things out. But I wonder... Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if... If they hadn't gotten the casket back open and Ned hadn't touched him again and Chuck had been the one <coughs> to die, if he could touch her again to bring her back. Because he hadn't touched her a second time to kill her again. What? Brian Fuller, I have questions. Do we find out here that Lewis is lying to them and that he also is... No. That... Wait. Uh... Both of them are in on it. (laughs) On the stealing. When we met Lewis, he told us, like, we were there. We learned that... Lawrence was the only one that was stealing but then at some point it would have to be then at that time that Lewis is a liar and was mm-hmm. lying mm-hmm. to them and that it was a family business <laughs> yeah they get the coffin open right before they have to kill Lawrence again mm-hmm. and they ask where he was hiding the jewels or whatever. And he says, yeah. "You just ask Larry. He was in on it, too. Yeah. It's a family business. <laughs> yes. And then... What happens after that? They Hold get... On. Oh! They get... The, the hate, hate mail. mail from Lewis. No more L names, please. <laughs> because when people found out that Lawrence had been stealing things from their family everybody sent a lot of hate mail so then Lewis was pretty sure that one of those people had been the one to kill his brother. Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) Brian Fuller. I would like to have words with the writer who did that to me. (laughs) But they were both in on it. And Emerson wants to know where all of the things are that they stole so that he can have them. And Chuck's like, no, we have to give them back to the people who they belong to. But Emerson is like, if I, if a pirate steals something and I steal from the pirate, <laughs> I'm not the one who stole the thing from the person. It's, what is, what is the specific thing he says? Oh, I can't. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
But that's his logic of like, if I'm looking for pirate treasure, there's like a separation between me mm-hmm. and the original person that it belonged to. I'm stealing from the pirate. Mm-hmm. I'm not stealing from the person it belongs to. And Chuck is like, no, that's not how that works. So she goes through all of the hate mail to find out what was stolen from who. And then she gets to thinking and just because she can't tell her aunts that she is alive, she decides to bake them a pie with some cheese on top. Yes. She says it's. She's feeling depressed about the letters, and Alfredo comes over and is like, "Hey, I got some stuff to make you feel less depressed." And she's like, she doesn't say out loud, but she says, uh, figures that she can put that stuff on a pie and send it to her aunts yeah. to make them not depressed. <laughs> Thanks, Alfredo. Doctor <laughs> Chill. Alfredo Chill. <laughs> <laughs> she sends that out to be delivered to her aunts and the delivery guy leaves it and Olive is like you forgot one and he's like that's out of my range (laughs) it's not my jurisdiction and she decides that she's going to bring it to the aunts but we also get a little sneaky look inside the freezer and Lewis is dead in there and mm-hmm. nobody sees him. Uh, I, maybe I'm just a very observant person, <laughs> but you were standing there. You didn't see the dead man. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're not looking for a dead body, you're not looking for a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I am always looking for a dead body. <laughs> the only thing I notice ever. Mm. <laughs> but then the next scene, Chuck and Ned are talking about Ned, not as a killer, but as Prince Charming, and then he, like, turns around and he notices Lewis. So he I goes guess. to put something in the freezer and opens yeah. the door where Lewis is. And I love he just stands there like, <laughs> uh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> So, what happened, I'll just skip right to it, is uh, Lawrence was selling a Civil War <laughs> sword that was supposed to be mar- married, buried, <laughs> <laughs> buried with someone and that specific person went to confront Lewis and when he confronted him, Lewis choked on a piece of tongue. And that is the Hannibal Which thing. Which is our second Hannibal. Han- yes, <laughs> our second Hannibal thing in the episode. Somebody was eating a cow's tongue. Someone died Not choking even- on a tongue. Just like uh, who specifically? 
<laughs> What's her name? Amelia? Abigail? What? No. <laughs> Hannibal's therapist's attacker. Choked. Oh, Bedelia. Bedelia. Is it Bedelia? Uh, that's why he's Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> I, I'm always like, it's not Bedelia. It's Demoria. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, so... The patient that attacked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In hand. But also, mm-hmm. I want to point out that he's not eating the cow's tongue the way that you would eat a cow's tongue. I mean, if you were eating the entire tongue to yourself, maybe. But, like, the process of... That looked like a real cow's tongue, too. They probably went to a butcher and was said, like, cow's tongue, please. Uh, you cut it into slices... You don't just like have a, a tongue and you're like <laughs> dig in, guys. You cut it into slices. Oh my gosh! But he just had like the whole tongue on a plate and was cutting off pieces of it. Maybe he was gonna eat the whole thing. It's his favorite that's, thing. That's fine. He's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> it killed him though. Yeah. This is the second time we've talked about eating cow tongue on this podcast yep. it's amazing good for us just, just the tongue <laughs> once once no once again just the tongue. No. <laughs> no. having flashbacks to uncle wayne's fridge oh. again <laughs> i get flashbacks to walmart walking through walmart and seeing a cow's tongue for sale for the first time and being like i didn't know oh, that no. was a thing <laughs> that they sold at walmart Anyway, the police are there. So basically, somebody, that guy whose great 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 grandfather had the sword for World War II. No, Civil War. (laughs) Civil War. Sorry. (laughs) I think I was trying to block out the fact that it was a Civil War. He's trying to set up Ned for the murder of both of the brothers because he saw Ned run away from the body of Lawrence from the first episode because the sword man was going to confront Lawrence but found him dead in the bathroom this is like there's too many L names, and there's so much going on. <laughs> so the plan is to get Lewis out of the fridge before the police find him there, and then back to the funeral home so they find him in the place where he died. <laughs> <laughs> so, just like earlier, when Ned touches him he's like oh is this heaven (laughs) (laughs) they get him up to start walking and move him outside and Emerson backs into the alley and Lewis is like oh hey Emerson are you going to heaven too and Emerson's just like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm it's so weird we died all at the same time (laughs) Emerson's like yeah the rapture. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> that is a joke for us 
<laughs> us alone. Yes. <laughs> Makes you wonder if Brian Fuller is a um, ex-Christian kid. So Maybe. Upbringing. Maybe. Or someone. One of these days, we'll right we'll get to ask him. Aw. I'm manifesting it. If we keep doing his shows. Yeah. Just... Maybe if we all get raptured at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke I frequently make anytime. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a. They're <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nobody understands me <laughs> except for you. <laughs> So, like, if a kid gets picked up at nap time and their bed is still on the <laughs> ground and one of my teacher comes back and they'll say, oh, what happened to this kid? I'll say, oh, they got raptured. Because, like, their bed and blanket are still there. That's hilarious. <laughs> and no one understands me. <laughs> I do. I've had anxiety attacks no, about I my always... mom getting raptured because she wouldn't answer her phone. Oh <laughs> Happens to my sister, too. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. Scary times. <sighs> so, Olive... Coming home and no one's oh, there. yeah. I hate that. Olive <coughs> is delivering the pie to Chuck's aunt's I love, she gets a little freaked out walking up to the big spooky house, and she's just gonna ring the doorbell and run away. <laughs> it's so stupid, but the way she rings the doorbell very quickly, sets it down, and turns to run down the stairs, and she holds her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's so real! It's so real! Mm -hmm. I was like, yes! Yes. <laughs> But the ants get her before she can get out of the, on the other side of the gate again. They don't get her, but they're just like, hey, come have some pie with us. And they have pie for breakfast, and Olive figures out that these are the ants to Chuck. And she connects dots and realizes that... In her mind, Chuck has faked her death for some reason, and now she's got a little bit of dirt on Chuck. Mm -hmm. Don't make me not like you, Olive, because I like you right now. Not as beaver boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the ants used to call him because he gave Chuck a beaver shirt when uh, she was on her eighth birthday. Said, what was it? Be kind to animals, kiss a beaver. Something like that. Think so. <laughs> I feel like that's a dirty joke that I don't understand. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They're trying to bring... Lewis's body back to the funeral home and it's all locked up they can't get inside my solution is uh, break a window but that's suspicious so they try to climb in through the basement 
and Ned gets in, Emerson gets stuck in the basement, and... In the window to basic the Basic window. He gets stuck in the window, because he's... Like Winnie he's the Pooh. Budget, like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And Ned is accidentally touching some dead bodies and sends them back to the grave. <laughs> and... He sees that one of the gurneys, the person on it, is not uh, dead. He's just breathing. And he tries to touch it and they stay dead. Or alive. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much going on in my brain right now. They stay alive and it's actually the person that was going to confront Lewis. And before that, Lawrence, who is trying to frame Ned for the murder of Lawrence and they have a fun little sword fight kind of and Mm -hmm. I don't I don't there's a lot going on with this guy's background yeah I don't even know if I want to touch on it. Anyway, he's got the sword. (laughs) (laughs) His great-great-great-grandfather from the Civil War was actually a Chinese man. He was working on the railroad. Working on the railroad, and the foreman died, and all of the other men... Workers. Workers ran in one direction and he ran in the other direction which put him on the confederate side of the line and he stole a soldier's outfit and just kind of like inserted himself into that he didn't do any actual civil war fighting he just stole somebody's what's it called uniform (laughs) his little outfit (laughs) and took the name and nobody was like aren't you here. Nobody questioned anything. Which, whatever. No. <laughs> so, now this guy in present time is fighting Ned with his great, 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 great grandfather's sword that he stole from Woodruff. And... Sorry, I have to also point out, uh, he, Ned makes a comment, they're fighting on the stairs, about how he actually knows how to use the sword, I think, and the guy says that he won a lot of championships, and Ned was just like, I wanted to be a Jedi, and... Ned has the high ground. (laughs) (laughs) He does. I'm so sorry. Anyway. I gotta check to see when Revenge of the Sith came out. Well, it came out before. Yeah. (laughs) Before this came out, but he does have the high ground. Mm -hmm. Anyway. He wins, and nobody goes to jail. <laughs> no, I think he did. Wilfred. Oh, yeah, jail, yeah, yeah. 
He goes to jail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For why? He didn't uh, do anything. Wait, does he? He didn't do anything. He was just trying to frame Ned. I guess that's illegal. But he didn't kill anybody. I feel like he went to jail for death his threats. <laughs> yeah. Death threats are illegal. True. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I remember. Tempted to frame Ned. But Wilford was arrested, according to news media, charged for his involvement in the deaths of the Shads brothers. Aww. But he didn't kill them! Yeah. Brian! That's so good. Release him, Brian. I demand it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Well, before he got arrested, uh, Emerson was still stuck in the window, <laughs> and <laughs> he was, um, Woodruff mm. was running by, and Chuck said, Emerson, kick, and kick, knocked no, him kick. out. He says, kick, poo. <laughs> kick, poo. <laughs> she was making the jokes about him being like Winnie the Pooh stuck in... Stuck in the hole. <laughs> Mind over matter makes poo and fatter. <laughs> yeah, Chuck gets inside somehow and sees, like, because the guy's coming to get Chuck and Ned makes him trip and he gets down uh, basement level again and he's right in front of Emerson's poor dangling legs. <laughs> and we didn't mention it, but there was a part before, because Ned is in the basement, he's trying to pull Emerson in, and Chuck's on the other side trying to pull Emerson out, and they're just pulling him in opposite directions. And he's oh, like, would you people Emerson. stop pulling me? <laughs> anyway. Teamwork. Chuck tells him to kick uh, she says, kick poo, and he does, and makes the guy hit his head. And then he gets arrested for crimes he did not do. Mm-hmm. But they... Ned knocks down the curtain. And they find the missing items that All had the been stolen, and at the very end, Ned and Chuck are wrapping them up to return them to the people where they belong, because she spent all of that time uh, reading the letters and reading all the letters, finding out what was supposed to go <laughs> where, and they have a cute little moment. And Ned is like, "Let me go see if I have some plastic wrap." <laughs> he says he would kill Lawrence again if he had the chance. Yeah. To keep Chuck alive, and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> so so sweet. Oof. So Chuck has come to terms. Yeah. She likes it better that it was a conscious choice instead of an accident. Even though it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she... he, he chose to keep Chuck alive. He it did, was... yeah. He didn't know who was going to die, though. Yeah. yeah. No. Because we know it could have been Everson. Mm-hmm. But he let her stay alive knowing it would kill someone yeah. else. Yeah. Also, Alfredo fixed the espresso machine. 
for Olive. And the medication, medicinal herbs are working on the ants. They're all smiling while they eat their pie. Yeah, uh, I assume Chuck is sending them more pies. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from How are they receiving them? However, I don't know. Or they were just on slice, too. It was a big pie. Oh, true. (laughs) I guess that's the difference between us. (laughs) That pie would have been gone. Oh, yeah. No, that pie would have not lasted very long in my possession. Mm -mm. (laughs) And that was that episode. What did we think about it? The colors for this episode were red and yellow and a forest green. Mm. I think those will consistently be the colors. Yeah. <laughs> well, last episode it was neon oh, green. Yeah. Just a lot of green and white and chrome. But it's true. And there was a lot of uh, yellow in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, red. Red and yellow. Yeah. How many times can I say that? Red and yellow. Red say and it yellow. again. Red and yellow. Red leather, oh. yellow leather. And we've been trying to figure out a way to end our episodes like we did before, where we were like, what's our will check-in? <coughs> and oh. our precious cousin, Love, who edits these episodes, thank you very much, and makes all the music, suggested we talk about how close... Ned was to accidentally killing Chuck. He didn't get too close this episode. Let me think. Because there are times in previous episodes where they, like, I, I swear those actors accidentally touched fingers and mm. it pulls yes. me out of it. According, like, you're, you're too close to each other. According to, like, the you know fun facts and whatever we grab from these websites, mm-hmm. they did in fact touch. They confirmed... Other they viewers did. confirmed that it wasn't it wasn't just us uh, observing with the monkeys. The monkeys, they, yeah. Or there's just multiple times throughout the series where they touched. Yeah, there's probably just multiple times throughout the series where they've accidentally touched, but like they didn't. They did a pretty good job staying away from mm-hmm. each other this episode, but it's probably because mm-hmm. Chuck was mad at Ned. Yeah. They taunted death with the saran wrap kisses. They did. But they did, they did not mm-hmm. actually touch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a gross thought, and it's because I didn't read any fanfiction about this show when I first watched it, and now my brain... Did you think about condoms? Yes! Because <laughs> <laughs> I did too! I did they too! They could make that work, probably. <laughs> It wouldn't be very fine, but... I'm so glad I wasn't the only one who thought about it. <laughs> that could totally work. There are ways. There are absolutely like a glory ways. hole situation. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Or the way, the way that... Um, oh, there's some religion where they have to do penetration through a sheet like there's a hole in the sheet yeah and touch body to body 
sure there's something. There has to be. There For absolutely sure. is. Yeah. These sick freaks out in the internet. <coughs> there totally is. I don't want to read it. But I'm I don't, sure I don't either, but like I know it exists. Mm-hmm. I know it exists. It exists. <laughs> I thought about that with the glove too. Like the placement. That's a glove that could do stuff if it wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for <laughs> the glove in the car. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know what he could do, bringing it all the way back to Hannibal, is Hannibal's fun little murder suit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Just get in like a full body plastic suit. I hope it doesn't rip. To do what? <laughs> Realistic logistics. <laughs> I guess he's trying just to suit. have sex yeah. with someone that you cannot touch. Only one of you. They nice will die. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm ending the episode. <laughs> yep. High notes. <laughs> Good times with just the fake <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. I hope you had fun. Uh, don't think about condoms too much. Uh, we have socials if you want to check that out. We got Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. Uh, TikTok. Email. You can find us on our socials at fakeonespod, and our email is fakeonespod at gmail.com. to I give you permission it's not weird you could you could send your favorite pushing daisies fan fiction if you want and I might read it just so I know what's out there I didn't read <laughs> <any of> it <laughs> when I first watched <laughs> mm. yeah I'd love or to I won't know. read it <laughs> and we'll just have an archive <laughs> what else do we say here I say goodbye have a good have a good have a good bye this has been just the fake ones with your hosts the one who sees no evil daily the one who hears no evil Liss the one who speaks no evil Rachel, and the one who is evil spelled backwards, love. That's me, the sound designer, but not the editor. The editor on this episode was... Liz. For more information on this podcast, please check out their social media. They work very hard on it. And we will see you next time. Bye.
Just a